The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts. Hey everybody, Travis Watts here with Ashcroft Capital. You're listening to Dream Chasers. I think it's more about education and being more knowledgeable in this space, right? And being able to communicate that to our investors. And prior to getting into groups like this and surrounding myself with people who knew what they were talking about and were able to share it with me, and then I could then funnel it down and simplify it for my investors. It was that regular communication that exposed them to this world and then got them to say, hey, I've been working with her for years and now I trust her in this space too, even though Mm. it's new because I hear her talking about it. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, the founder of the Dream Chasers platform, and thank you for tuning into our content. We've got some phenomenal creators making a name for themselves on this platform, and we just want to say thank you for going on this journey with us. It's been a lot of fun over the past few years, and hey, we're just getting started. We would also like to take this moment to shine light on our sponsor, Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. To learn more about Raise Masters, you can go to raisemasters.com. That's raisemasters.com. And again, thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us, your time. Now kick back and enjoy the show. Jeremy, my amazing producer, take it away. This is Dream Chases, episode 218, featuring a Raise Masters interview with Danny Lynn Robinson. Hey guys. Hi, Grandma. This is Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next-level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. What's up? I am here with Danny Lynn Robinson and my man, Adam Carswell. Adam, what's up with you, man? Hey, looking forward to diving into, uh, or I should say learning from Danny today on her recent success. So we were just talking offline and I know, Danny, you have a pretty significant background in this industry, but a couple of things happened recently that are really interesting. I'm sure a lot of people watching this that are going to be very inspired by what you just told me. So tell us just a little bit about your background and you've had some successful raises in the past. And then let's talk about your most recent raise as well. Sure. So uh, my husband and I started real estate in 2008, started investing in 2009, eventually landed in Ohio, and we've built six real estate companies since. And the sixth one is the commercial company where we're investing in multifamily and going to start investing in self-storage. And so we've been raising capital for a while, but not in this way. So this part is fairly new to us. Okay, cool. And then so... I mean, I know a thing about real estate in 2008 and nine. I mean, this is the kind of thing where people look now on the charts and they see, wow, wouldn't it have been great to buy real estate down there? But I know for a fact that it didn't feel like that. Every news article was like the endless foreclosure tailspin and your family's like, you're insane. So walk us through that just from like a like the emotional perspective of getting into the business at that time. Absolutely. So we started off as a realtor, but we were working on cruise ships. That was kind of our livelihood back then. We started off as musicians and we worked on cruise ships for about 10 years, transitioned to the art business, but eventually just got tired of it and said, what are we going to do now? And it was around the 2008 period. And we said, why not real estate? And just, you know, didn't, didn't even realize the challenges that were going to come with that given the time period. 
So we got a realtor license and that was just a nightmare. And I mean, we had been on cruise ships for so long, we didn't even have the network to be able to tap into, let alone the market and where that was at. So we quickly shifted to investing. We're like, this sucks. Let's be investors instead. And we hired a mentor and we were in Texas. He was a self-made millionaire in the real estate and tech industry. And so we hired him. He taught us 12 different ways to buy and sell real estate. And we just kind of took off in the short sale, mortgage assignment, sub two wraps, because that was the perfect types of vehicles that would work in the 2008, 2009 area that we were getting started. Okay, cool. So you have your background in those types of unique structures. And then when did you start to make the transition, or at least think about making the transition into kind of pooling investors together and for larger purchases? It really was 2015. So we did a lot of things on our own with those creative strategies. We tried literally everything. I just did did like a 12-part episode on our journey of all the things that we tried. And now I'm like right where I want to be. And I just love this space that we're in right now. But it was 2015 when we started raising money. And we started raising that for the very first company that we built out here in Ohio. So now we're up to six, but we needed the capital to be able to start buying, rehabbing, and selling them because our first business was a turnkey real estate business, mainly focused in single family and small multifamily. Cool. Okay. So what would be like a awesome purchase that maybe, I don't know if you see it from a broker, if you find it yourself, like how are you sourcing those deals and what would be the type of deal that you'd say like, okay, like this is amazing. We need to find this property. We need to get to the owner. Like what would be something that you'd be super excited about? In the single family or the multifamily? More on the multifamily side, but either one, whatever comes to mind when you think, okay, like, holy crap, jump out of bed, like get started. Yeah. So I would relate it back to our very first purchase in 2020. So it was a a 56 unit apartment package deal. And so we love those because there's a lot less competition of people who have the capability of taking down packages. So our very first multifamily deal was 56 units tied with 12 single family and three duplexes. And we were able to take that down as a company and our turnkey side uh, worked on the 12 single family and three duplexes. And then we ventured into Monse family for the very first time because it was a it was a package deal and we said okay and that's there's a longer story to that but we said let's just do it and let's you know enter into this space and see what we think wow okay i did not know that so that's awesome 56 units that's incredible but of course the difference between actually buying those properties and just thinking that you might be able to manage them is being able to come up with the money so i'm assuming did this send you on a path of later ends us in having this conversation right here Yes. Yeah. So we were already raising for our turnkey um, company, but we, it was like private loans back then. So private loans were there, you know, secured by the first lien position. It was, you know, in and out of every deal, right? We've got a deal, you know, would you like to work with us on it? Here it is. You approve it. Then you send us the money. With the apartment complex, that was still all I knew at that point in time. I didn't know everything that you teach, you know, here in your group and I'm learning through this mastermind. So what I did is it was four buildings. I just put a private lender on each building and I just did it the normal way. I would do a regular single family house. And then I started learning about syndication because I started talking about it. They're like, you did it. How? I was like, that's the only way I knew how to do it. That's amazing. Okay. So now you... Well, actually, how'd you find out about us, by the way, just so we know? Yeah. So I know I was referred to you. I just can't remember who referred Brandon Cobb. It might be because I know, yeah, I know quite a few people in Race Masters. It might've been Brandon. Awesome. Okay. And then we're like, okay, look, this is how you structure it. This is how you raise the property. This is how you raise the funds or whatever. Over the last couple months, what would be like something that you really recognize? Okay. This can really tweak things. And then when you had that change in mindset... Walk us through that recent raise that you did, which you know we're all really excited for you about. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think the biggest shift for me has been the different ways things can get structured. Because again, I was of the mindset that private money is the way to go. Let me figure out how to do it. So they're still in first leading position. And now I'm hearing, well, you can do it this way, or you can do it this way. And there's so many different ways that I feel like the biggest piece of value that I've learned is being around people who have done it all and then figured out the best practices, right? And they can say, hey, this is the type of deal you're doing. You should do it this way. Instead of having to learn for myself, you know, uh, let me try it and try it and try it and then figure out in the end, I should have structured it this way. So I think that's the biggest piece of uh, value. And then just for this most recent raise, it was a 48 unit still in our backyard. So I wanted to purchase it for myself, but now I know, know how to raise for syndication. So I'm contacting the attorney saying, this is what we want to do. We're going to go ahead and just do a normal syndication. We raise a little bit differently. It's still kind of a debt piece and a preferred equity position. So at least it keeps it simple for my investors who are very accustomed to private lending. And so we pushed it out and they were so now accustomed to us in this new space that within 26 hours, we had $1.3 million raised and we had a waiting list beyond that. And I was just like, what? (laughs) That is so awesome. And now obviously like you've been able to develop trust. You've been able to get your investors in the habit of clicking the button, but are there any tweaks that you made that really, because that from my understanding, that's like a far more pronounced example. Was it just a couple little prods? Was it just being a little bit more systematic? What can you say that really moved the needle in terms of making investors click the button really quickly? I think it's more about education and being more knowledgeable in this space, right? And being able to communicate that to our investors. And prior to getting into groups like this and surrounding myself with people who knew what they were talking about and were able to share it with me, and then I could then funnel it down and simplify it for my investors. It was that regular communication that exposed them to this world and then got them to say, hey, I've been working with her for years and now I trust her in this space too, even though Mm. it's new because I hear her talking about it. And a lot of your email templates really helped with that, right? They're very, very simple and straight to the point and get them to provide feedback to you. And so we've just done a lot of that and I think it's helped. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. And it's funny because just a couple like actually be interested in your thoughts. Raising 1 million in 16 hours isn't really harder than raising like a hundred thousand dollars from like five investors. Like once you get it right, the difference between raising 100,000 to 1 million or 1 million to 10 million, if you do it correctly, you can actually do it all in the same time period. But it yes. sounds like an infomercial from people on the outside. They're like, there's no way that's a marketing scam or something like, no, like this is the reality. Just for context, how many phone calls did you do in that 16 hour period? We did zero. So we did one webinar. And before we started the webinar, we had already raised and already had the way. So my investor relation guys are getting on going, uh, we don't even need to do this webinar if we don't want to. It was phenomenal. And I will echo what you just said. It is a mindset shift to realize that if you can raise 100, you can raise 10 million. And it's just a matter of that communication and getting out there and exposing yourself and talking about it all the time. So you can gain that trust and build the credibility with all the people that are in your network. I try to be cool, but the hair on my arms, like literally no joke, it stands up because those like the mindset shifts, like, as you know, you've gone through the modules. I don't talk about mindset a lot, but it's more intuitive. I think that people that focus on mindset, it's important because it is the X factor. But when you focus on it, it's like you're going in the middle of the stream. Now that you see results, your mindset's like, okay, I got this. It's not like, you know what I mean? So um, that's just really, really powerful. So let us know just a little bit more about your company and like how people can learn more about you and, and what you do and you know your investment opportunities. 
Absolutely. So uh, our company is Freedom Capital Investments. We're like freedom is a part of absolutely everything that we do. So our six companies are all similarly named. And we are just getting ready to create a $100 million fund. And the goal is to not have to do syndication after syndication after syndication and give our investors more opportunities and keep their money working for them, allow them different exit strategies, allow them compound interest. There's just all of these really cool things that we're putting in there that we've, again, communicated and gotten on the phone and said, what do you want? What are your goals? How can we help you? And meeting those needs is like the perfect end game for being able to raise as much as you can and creating a win-win. Love it. And before we jumped on this though, you said, you know what? I've got your shirt on. And I said, me too. We had <laughs> I forgot mine today. <laughs> okay. says, ask me why I'll never scramble for capital again. Now, in all fairness, this is aspirational, right? Sometimes we get in over our heads. We got to push all the buttons. But with this stuff, you now know all the buttons to push. You know yes. exactly what you got to do, when you got to do it. And by the way, you got all these buttons in front of you. You push them, push them, push them, push them. They oversubscribe the deal prior to you doing the deal. Or doing the webinar, I should say, you got all these other buttons. You don't have to push them every single time. So that's the answer to ask me why, knowing what the buttons are. Yes. Cool. Yes. Yeah. We're so happy it. for you. We're really, Thank really you proud so of you. Much. I cannot wait to continue this awesome journey with you. So thanks a ton for doing this. Yeah, it was my pleasure. I'm grateful to be surrounded by great people like yourself. So thank you. Can I ask one question? Yes. For someone that is on the fence, that's like, I don't know, like masterminds don't work or, the, you know, it's a big investment, which I totally get. Like, what or would you I'd say, say in, in Danny's shoes as well? You know, she comes from the single family background and there's a lot of individuals I'm sure you've met, Danny, who don't just don't really know about this world as well. So I like to just kind of circle that into what Hunter's about to ask. So sorry, Hunter, continue. Yeah. <laughs> just anyone that's on the fence that's <laughs> thinking, you know, like we were talking about, it's like, this isn't going to work for me because of whatever reason. What would you give them in terms of guidance? I would say absolutely surround yourself with people like uh, that are in this group. That one of the things that is exceptional about this group is it has. I'm a big thinker. Like I'm always moving the goal line, right? But joining this group, everybody's moving the goal line for me because they're just thinking so big, and I'm like, oh, you can do that. And so then I set another, you know, higher goal, and I realize that I can do it because I see everybody in the group doing it. And usually, if you can see somebody else on the path that you want to go on, even if you're in a single family or you know whatever different space you're in, as long as you can see it happening, you've got the belief that you're able to do it too, because you've got the help. And your group is amazing with that too. You jump in and Slack, Adam's usually the first one to res respond. And then everybody else you know, floods in with responses. So you just, you have to get in groups like this. It's, it's critical for your success and it's a game changer. Love it. You know, I've got this trophy back here, which is for people that raised $25 million. And I'm, I cannot wait to be able to give you one. But what yes. you're saying is so aligned with my thinking because this isn't the last trophy. That's this right. doesn't mean you made it. It doesn't mean, oh, you've done it and there's nothing more you can do. No, I know the vendor that creates these trophies. We're gonna keep <laughs> making bigger and bigger trophies until there's no more trophies to be made. So um, I really I appreciate it. it, Danny. Thanks again. Absolutely, my pleasure. Thank you once again for investing your most valuable resource with us here today your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please drop a five-star rating and a review below. Take a screenshot of it and send it over to nextlevel at carswell.io. We have a present for you. We really appreciate you guys leaving those reviews because it really helps with the overall SEO and visibility of the show and allows us to continue to bring on high-quality guests. So once again, thank you. And remember, take it to the next level.